0: Welcome to episode 32 of New Indian Woman Podcast, airing in late December 2020, and I am your host Krishna. In today's episode, we will talk about something that concerns all of us and the women around us, and that is about a very important body part, our breasts. Especially in the last 20 years or so, we don't hear this word breast by itself. There is always a twin word associated with it. No, it is not breast care, breast health, but breast cancer. Today we will talk to Dr. Geeta Manjunath to learn about this topic and also why we should learn. Dr. Geeta is the founder, CEO and CTO, which is the Chief Technology Officer of Niramai. We will know more about Niramai a little later. She has over 25 years of experience in IT research and has led to many innovative projects in healthcare and transportation. She holds a PhD in computer science from Indian Institute of Science, Bangalore, and management education from Kellogg School of Management, Chicago. She has won many international and national recognition for her innovations and entrepreneurial work. So welcome, Dr. Gita. Uh, Thank you.
1: Krishna for uh, featuring us on this show.
0: We are going to focus a lot on the awareness aspects. I am a layman here and you are an expert. So maybe we will have to meet somewhere in between. Okay. (laughs) Let me start with why we should learn more about our breasts and what made you come to this area?
1: Yeah. Actually, breast is just yet another body part. But It is one of the reasons why 600,000 women are dying every year because of breast cancer. Hmm. It's one of the largest cancer killers in women today.
0: Hmm.
1: Out of all the cancers, 25% of the cancers is just breast cancer in women. Hmm. It's very pathetic. It's okay to get breast cancer. But the problem is the... Mortality rates, the number of women who are dying because of breast cancer is a huge number, despite the cancer being the most curable cancer. So there is a contradiction, right? It's Definitely a contradiction. Yeah, it's most curable, but still so many women are dying. Hmm. That is the problem. And why? Why are so many women dying? Because of late detection, Mm -hmm. lack of awareness, particularly. So that is why it's very, very important for all of us to talk about this and understand and educate ourselves as to what is breast cancer? When should I go to a doctor and how can I do an early detection? Right. If the lady is able to detect any such abnormality early, 95% of the people getting breast cancer can live as opposed to 50% of the people today. In Mm. India, that's what it is, 50% survival rate. So the idea is really to save so many women.
0: Let me rephrase it. So what you're saying is 50% of the people who detect breast cancer, they are dying because they're detecting late. So if they detect early, you are saying 95% of them can survive. Yes. So I do not think there has been any in instance where awareness can be quantified or lack of awareness can be quantified in absolute numbers like this
1: you are absolutely right you know that is the reason why shows such as this is very very helpful mm-hmm. because all we need to do is educate them Okay, and hopefully we will talk about this today. Yes, and and I'm very curious
0: in your experience of all the research, etc., that you did. Why is this that you focused on breast cancer as an area of focus right from the start, or is there something which made you move towards that direction?
1: Yeah, actually, I'm a computer scientist by uh, qualification, as you just recently introduced. Huh. Um, I was a lab director at a multinational company doing well with uh, with a large team guiding them and so on uh, around that time one of my cousin sisters Bharti got detected with breast cancer okay she was very close to me we were more friends than cousins mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. she was around 40 at that time so um, it was very shocking because the doctor said it's really stage four or stage five mm-hmm. and a few more months to go and Obviously, she lost her breast and so on for the for the surgery. Hmm. So, with all this, uh, you know, I was just trying to recover from this, and within two years, she got a recurrence of that—that that is, breast cancer came back. Hmm. And this time, she could not uh, tolerate, and Ooh. she, you know, we lost her. So, this got me really, really thinking. And during this time, my husband's cousin. Also got detected with breast cancer. Oh my God. And it was crazy, mm-hmm. right? You know, one after the other, within a year's time frame, I heard both these episodes and, uh, you know, I said, what can I do? You know, what is the use of uh, us working on so much of technology, solving some problems in the U.S., solving problems for, uh, you know, Europe and all that, you know, when we have such a big problem right here next to us, hmm. especially for Indian women. Right. Right where 50 percent of them are dying so that is when uh you know I discussed with my teams and management and then started a small project to research out this uh you know mostly like an extra project uh, yeah. project, uh, and trying to see what we can do and after about one year of doing this night outs and so on mm-hmm. uh, because I had other jobs to do right. in the mornings, mm. and uh, then I said no this is uh, this requires attention and I quit uh, my job and started uh, this company called Niramai. Okay. So
0: indeed, very sad to hear that, uh, you know, these kind of events in your personal life were a trigger. But at the same time, I would like to acknowledge and appreciate that you used it as a trigger, used it positively to do something in that area. That's great. Thank you. These numbers that you are sharing are so obvious numbers, which means... Each one of us, it's like we have a duty to ourselves to be aware and to check for this, right? So that the breast cancer doesn't catch us by surprise. Absolutely. But at the same time, as you tell this, the doubt that comes in my mind is in the past, maybe 15, 20 years or so, any magazine worth its name, It has published articles about the need to self-examine and if it is a women's magazine, they will carry sketches of how to do self-examination of breast. Mm -hmm. I have tried it myself and I am not sure, you know, it only confuses me because Mm -hmm. like many other things in our life, our breasts do not look or feel the same throughout. Mm -hmm. I'm saying even in the course of a few months, whether it is periods, whether it is pregnancy, delayed periods, whatever it is, we find our own reasons as to why sometimes our breast is hard, sometimes it is soft, sometimes, you know, there is a heaviness, whatever, whatever. And we feel, oh, this is not a lump, okay? So, somewhere the self-examination is a little uh, touchy topic for me. But what I am trying to say is these magazines... Through these self-examination kind of sketches and articles about them, there has been some attempts at increasing awareness. So why do you Mm -hmm. think these self-checks are crucial? Are they, uh, these self-checks, do they work or even when these, over the last 15, 20 years, these kind of uh, sketches, when it came in magazines, are we saying people are still not able to detect and go early, where is the gap?
1: Yeah. So I think um, these kind of, uh, you know, um, guidelines have to come over and over again. Somebody okay. sort of if you have, they published 15 years ago, uh, a new girl who's just sort of completed her, uh, let's say, 18 years, just become an adult, hasn't seen that, right? So it has hmm. to be part of, uh, uh, you know, let's say, health education, women's health education in school, whatever, right? So it has right. to be part of the lifestyle. right? So that is one element of it. Mm. Uh, as you said, right? Self-examination is also sometimes uh, subjective, right? Because uh, I have I have had uh, you know people come to me saying, "Oh, it looks like a hard lump and all that," but it'll be just a chest, uh, you know, bone that mm-hmm. they're looking at. You know, yeah. so, so people get very worried, and and also even if they find some hard stuff, they're so scared or a little bit shy, or even uh, almost like a taboo thing. That yeah. uh, they don't uh, even come and tell others. So mm-hmm. all of these have to be, uh, you know, changed. You know, so so I suggest two things generally mm-hmm. for women. One is regular self press examination once a month, and I'll mm-hmm. talk a more about what that means. Yeah, once a month self breast examination, and once a year breast health test, which test. is more objective something that like uh, somebody can use a glucose glucose meter to measure the sugar levels in the blood right some yeah. number right so that kind of an objective number say let's say my sugar is uh, 120 hmm. uh, then I know it's little on the higher side I stop taking sugar so hmm. I'm controlling my health myself right and Correct. then course after some time maybe I'll just have sugarless coffee that's fine and I'm at 100 I'm fine with it right so because the self-examination
0: is a question of feeling so how much ever somebody teaches me it is a question of my own assessment where i can go wrong but if there is a test done there is a very clear output from the test is what you're saying
1: correct that is that is exactly one of the main advantages hmm. second one is a self-press examination and and let me say what are those right yeah basically uh, the lady has to stand in front of the mirror like I yeah. said, once every month, you can choose, let's say, fifth day after menstruation cycle stops, after your periods have stopped, uh, as in like uh, after uh, your periods, five days, or mm-hmm. if you are postmenopause, you can choose any day, like 10th of every month, whatever, right? You can choose mm-hmm. a particular day and then you stand in front of the mirror and observe your breast in terms of the size and so on. Mostly mm-hmm. one of the breasts is bigger than the other, that's normal. Uh, But if you observe over time, you will know if there's any change such as bulging on one side or something, something like an infection. If it is there, you will be able to detect. Second thing is to use your hands and fingers to run on the breast slightly lightly and look for lumps. What are lumps? Lumps are like uh, you uh, touch the middle of your nose, right? So that kind of a thing, little hard or maybe like lemon seed, that hard, right? And when you have complete soft tissue and if you find something like that hard, it, you may want to observe it like every day a little bit. And then if you find that again next day, then maybe you want to just show it to a gynecologist. That would be better, right? When you say lumps, you may want to
0: clarify this as we are not talking about something which can be seen, but something which can be felt, correct? Or do you are you yes. talking about both?
1: No, what I'm talking about is felt, as you said, right? Yeah. So when I move my hand on the soft breast tissue, I suddenly see, a, you know, feel, feel a, yeah. a lemon seed, then you have, then lemon seed kind of hardness, then maybe you want to observe it one or two days more. And if it is still there, you could basically uh, go to a gynecologist. Right. So the third piece is uh, the seeing part. The seeing hmm. part is the size. And also the third one is also seeing, which is any kind of scaling on the breast. Scaling means like uh, rashes or a skin um, skin issue, something like that, right? Right. So uh, you know, like a rough skin, suddenly you start seeing somewhere. So maybe you want to take a look at it and then ask the, uh, show it to the gynecologist. Right. The fourth one, very, very important is to uh, check your nipple, right? So hmm. the center of the breast where uh, sometimes there will be a discharge. Hmm. the discharge obviously when you're feeding baby that's different that's a that's milk that comes out the discharge will be colorless or uh, like blood or pus yellow colorless or red if anything like that is coming out one breast or both the breasts you can actually observe one more day if you like to make sure Hmm. that that is the thing and or you'll start seeing sort of wetness in your inner uh, wears or whatever So that is definitely a time when you have to come to your doctor, right? Okay. So these are some of the things that you can do every month. So when you
0: said these are some things that you can tell your doctor. So here I have a question. If you were talking about when somebody is in their late 30s or early 40s, maybe it is most likely that they have finished the pregnancy part of it. I'm saying most usually. So who is this doctor that we are referring to? They may not have a gynec. Mm -hmm. And there may be a family doctor, so to speak, or the person to whom we will go to for regular fever and for whatever. So you may not be comfortable showing, especially if that doctor is a guy. So Mm. whom do you
1: suggest they go to Mm. when they feel maybe there is something I have to show? Yeah, they can go to any physician. Actually, every doctor will know about the breast uh, symptoms. These are symptoms basically, right? So, every doctor will know about it.
0: But you would still advise, even if they do not have a a regular gynec kind of a contact, they don't have to wait. The important thing is to go to a doctor at the
1: earliest. They can go to the doctor, especially if it's a discharge lump. They can wait for a couple of days. And again, I'm not saying if any of you have these symptoms, it's cancer. No, it's just one of the signs of breast cancer. Uh, many times, almost 60% of the cases, a lump is not at all cancerous. It is just a bunch of tissues stick, sticking together, right? Right. So, so, so we don't have to be worried about it. But to be safe, to be on the safer side, you have to go to a, a physician, female doctor, if you prefer. Uh, most of us prefer that or, or generally a gynec. Uh, any uh, you know if you have a small hospital or a nursing home nearby they will definitely have a gynecology or an OBG um, you know wing mm-hmm. or division so you can just uh, go and meet any female doctor or male doctor is also fine right okay so telling about this is important yes. what they will do is uh, probably repeat the self breast examination with their hand it's called clinical breast examination they may do that and or also ask you to do the health test that I talked about, right? Yes. Which is what is the objective way of doing? These are only just, you know, just um, hand-based examinations just to make sure that we have some awareness.
0: Yeah, so to give an example, like fever, we touch with our hand and check if the child or ah, somebody is having a fever. But thermometer right. is the one which gives the reading. Yeah, very nicely said. Exactly, Krishna. Right? That's exactly how things think yeah, about wonderful. it. Wonderful. Right? So when you yeah. come to this test part, most of, often the doctors talk about mammograms, right? right? And at this point, listeners, I don't want you to switch off the podcast <laughs> because I we are aware of so much of uh, what do you say? Uh, uh, feelings against mammogram? Anybody who has gone through mammograms? Yes, it is painful and sometimes it is extremely humiliating as well. At least that is my own feeling. Uh, okay. I have sometimes tried to, you know, uh, I know it is wrong to say that in this kind of our episode where the focus is on awareness. But the fact that I have to un- undergo mammogram has made me postpone my health checkups. Okay, let okay. me admit because <laughs> mammogram is painful and most of us as women when we talk about things for checkup etc we all curse mammogram mm. because mm. you have to put your breast inside some device and it presses and what not yeah and somebody
1: else is touching pulling it in right so that is a problem many people have complained this way what you mentioned Krishna,
0: it is very odd to go through that Uh, it may have its own advantages or whatever and versus you know uh, I have undergone a mammogram where it came out with some uh, whatever birats category or whatever it is called and they said it's not very clear you should undergo a mammogram again and uh, at that time the doctor was saying no don't go for it mammogram itself has some side effects kind of you know I do not know how true these things are but Mm. maybe this is the time when uh, you can tell us about why not mammogram and what is different about the findings that you have done?
1: Sure. So let me first admit, a mammogram is actually, yes, the only completely approved, world over approved method of detecting breast cancer early, okay. almost like uh, six, enemy, six millimeters and so on, five to six millimeters, it is able to detect micro microcalcifications. Okay. However, there are issues. What issues, as you mentioned, Krishna, one is it is extremely painful and some people bear it. Some people are not able to bear it. And also, you know, somebody touching the breast, putting it between two plates and about 10 kg of weight being applied. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very cumbersome uh, test. Right. So those two things definitely remain. And the third bit is also about radiation. It uses X-rays to detect small lumps or calcifications. And so you cannot repeat a test, as you also mentioned, your doctor, you know, has advised correctly. So, so you cannot repeat the test more than once in two years. That is, if I take the test today, which is 2020, the mm-hmm. next test with mammogram, I can only take in 2022. Yeah. What that means is I can get cancer in between and I will not be able to use a test. Right. Right. Our second aspect is, no, if I say, no, I want to take this every month, every year, sorry, and I take this test five to six years continuously, then my risk to cancer doubles. The test itself is increasing my risk. Yes, this is a study that is done by Stanford. Of course, now there's a lot of research going on to reduce this and so on and so forth. There is work going on there as well. Having said that, this is an issue. You know, major problem with mammography is that it does not work on all women. Oh, it does okay. not work on uh, women under forty-five years of age, and if you see right, all mammogram uh, tests, any country, they suggest only women above forty or forty-five years of age to go for this test.
0: Oh, okay, I didn't it know that. Means, yeah. it
1: doesn't mean like only those women can get breast cancer. In fact, in India, fifty percent of the ladies are under fifty years when they get the when they get breast cancer. Okay, like my cousin sister, right? Mm-hmm. So, so these people cannot use mammography because what is called as a dense breast tissue hmm. so this dense breast tissue is just a, a feature of the person right you know we have like we are fat we are thin we have uh, you know uh, stiff muscles all this it's very uh, normal right. having said that uh, a dense breast basically means a lot of fibroglandular tissue in the breast Hmm. When you put it under a microscope, or sorry, under an X ray of a mammogram, it comes out, the whole breast appears white. And in an X ray, we are looking for hard stuff which is white. Like we take our X ray of our hand, yeah. the skeleton will appear white. Exactly, right? The small yeah. lumps or anything will appear white. Now, if a person has full white breast because it's dense breast, there's no way to find any small cancers here. So it does not even work for women under 45 years of age. It does not also work on many women above 45 who have dense breasts. Okay. This is a limitation, mm-hmm. right? And unfortunately, dense breasts is high risk for breast cancer. That means these women need to go for breast cancer screening as often, like one year or so. Every okay. One year. So this is all the dichotomy and, and you know, so many um, ironic situations. We are talking correct, about breast correct. cancer is curable, but we are losing so many women mammography is great but it can cause cancer mammography is uh, does not working on you know does not work on dense breasts. but dense breasts is high risk for breast cancer all of these are you know really uh, two twin facts which don't go together at all correct so correct. what it just tells you and what it told me when I when my um, cousin sister got breast cancer is that you definitely need something else in this piece space, space hmm, hmm. right And that is when I started the research and uh, we came up with this uh, new test uh, by Niramai. Okay. So just to expand on uh, what this test is, uh, uh, so Niramai is the startup that has developed this uh, test and I'm happy to be the um, head of the organization. We have a wonderful team. We've all worked together. It's a teamwork. So here what we do is uh, we just measure the temperature variations on the chest. Okay, using a thermal sensor, okay. so it's like a thermometer, huh. but it is a very high sensitive thermometer, high resolution thermometer. What do we mean by high resolution? When we use a thermometer, we get one temperature point, ninety nine or 98.700. whatever one number. Right. We keep in your mouth or armpit, right? Yes. Now this thermal sensor is uh, like some sensor which you're placing, almost like a camera. It's not a camera. It just Uh, you know, is placed on a tripod in front of the person. And Mm -hmm. if you take a click on the sensor, Mm -hmm. it measures 400,000 temperature points on the chest area. Before we get into what it does. So in terms of me as a
0: person undergoing the test, would it be something like for ECG and all some kind of a thing is kept on my chest? Something similar or is it something
1: uh, it's even better. It's even better. It's like okay. a small device, um, like uh, half a litre water bottle kept on the tripod, like huh. a small stand. Huh. It is not even touching you. It okay. is kept three feet from you. In ECG okay. device, you it's actually touching your body, right? There is right. no touch, right? We oh, okay. just keep it three feet from. You just have to sit in front of the device on a chair with your hands up, and we, the technician will tell you how to do that, and. We will ask you to turn left and right. That's it. So totally you sit in front of this device for 10 minutes and you come out. The report will
0: be ready. So maybe what we will also do is as part of the notes for this show notes for this episode, maybe we will put apart from the link to the website, maybe a picture of, you know, how this happens, maybe the device or a sketch of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it would be helpful. Not even a technician is inside. Obviously, you have to remove the clothes on top, but it's a changing room experience. You just go in, close the screen, close the door, remove the top, sit in front of this device for 10 minutes and you come out. The technician is giving instructions from outside. Nobody is seeing you. Nobody is is touching you. There is no pain, no compression and obviously no radiation also because it is just a temperature-based analysis then why am i not reading you in the paper <laughs> no, no no we have been covered we have been covered in more than 500 news articles uh, in just last two years last year itself right I, I, you know what my my
0: take on this is because yeah. it is to do with women, maybe somewhere it is in the inner uh,
1: pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's mostly coming in as innovation rather than awareness to women. Right. Which right. is what we are trying to do now. Uh, thanks mm-hmm. to you for, uh, you know, featuring us. It's going to help a lot of women. It's a very simple test. Um, and uh, now it's actually available in 15 cities in India. And uh, we have recently partnered with Apollo Clinic. So it's available in every Apollo Clinic also. In, okay. In these,
0: these, these. See, for example, for mammogram, typically, my knowledge is that one goes uh, with a, a doctor's recommendation that you get a mammogram done. Okay. Or yeah. you ask for a full checkup, then it is included as part of the checkup. Now, right. when you talk about these clinics, I as a person, if I want to get this test done, mm-hmm. do I go and ask just like that in any Apollo clinic? What do I ask for? And is there a prescription required?
1: No prescription is required. And, and we are st- just spreading the awareness even among doctors. Many, many doctors know about this. Best way is to come to our website, niramai.com, and register for screening. You can say, I am in this city. This is my PIN code. Tell me what is the nearest place. And we will, oh, okay. our team will call you and tell you. Or you can go to an Apollo clinic, or if you already know where it is available in your particular city, you can go and ask for Niramai breast health or thermalytics test. Or okay. thermal mammogram. People call this from multiple views, but it's basically when you say niramite test, they know it. Okay. Uh, a thermal test, they will also know it. Wonderful. So you were talking about it
0: basically tries to assess the temperature and based on that, it is able to figure out whether there is any kind of a growth inside.
1: Right. It's just measuring the temperature on the skin itself, actually. And then um, because we've developed a very intelligent software, To analyze these temperature variations, I told you, right, there are 4 lakh temperature points per person. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of data. Using this, uh, you know, we can do the analysis to figure out where is there some abnormal activity happening. And and just to give you an idea, the the sensitivity, the precision with which the temperature is measured is 0.02 degrees Celsius. Kind of a difference next to each other. 400,000 such points right yeah, yeah. so it's a lot of data without hurting the person without any radiation and this data we use because whenever there is an abnormality there is higher activity in that region there is more blood fruit in that region and there will be a certain type of heat pattern that will emerge there hmm. so which is unique for different people but we have actually modeled about 115 such patterns And all of this put together uh, in a mathematical model is what is going to give you the number. It looks like what, how can maths do it? How can computer science do this? That's why we've also evaluated uh, Hmm. where uh, some other very, very reputed doctors have tested this solution, asked people to go through our test. And then without telling us the result, they have made them go through mammography, sonomammography, that is ultrasound, biopsy, and all of this, and they've tested it. And they're okay. published in international journals to show that, yes, this test actually works. It works. It is reliable. It is reliable with yeah. 100% sensitivity means ability to catch cancer. And uh, maybe 5 to 6% of people, it may not be cancer at all, but we may say you require a follow-up test. Okay. But that's perfectly fine because only when you require a follow-up, as in like when you have to go to a doctor, do a sono mammography, we will ask you to do it. And it's in your best interest to do it because sometimes it can be an infection inside many times it may not be cancer also right because even other like one of the persons got uh, uh, tuberculosis in the breast you know it was very astonishing infection and uh, what's called as fibrodenoma there are several of these sort of abnormalities that require attention so all of those is something that we uh, attempt to catch in this wonderful so if I connect to
0: what you were telling earlier so this test can be done for any age group and also yes. for women with high
1: density that, that you were talking about, right? Correct, correct. This test can be done from any age, about 18 years of age. Of course, we found a 17-year-old who was cancerous. We had to do that test because her mother also had cancer. Okay. Uh, so there is family cancer history that uh, matters as well. So so 18 years to 80 to 90 years, people have taken the test uh, in our camps or corporate camps or rural camps or in our hospitals as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we recently, uh, Krishna, we have started home screening. So if you come in and say, I don't want to go to a hospital because this is COVID times and I don't want to sort of, you know, um, get in contact with any other COVID patients who are walking around. You can just right. say, I want it at home. So our team will come, two girls only will come in. They will not see you, you know, it's, it's no touch, no see. And then we will set it up in your own uh, room And uh, do the test. That that, that is amazing. That means
0: what you're saying is it does not require some kind of a hospital kind of setup. So just like, let us assume there is an apartment in the common area, you can arrange a blood donation camp, okay, which doesn't require all the blood donation doesn't mean you have to go to the hospital all the time. So you can arrange something like that. Similarly, maybe an apartment group can come together and organize a screening for all the
1: women correct yes absolutely we have done many camps in apartment complexes like all Uh of these very very big apartments we have done these tests and women are very happy initially they'll say they're very skeptical they say oh how is this test a couple of people do it and they just go and get all of their friends because unless you see it unless you take it you won't believe how simple it is actually
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah now when you do this test this result will come as kind some kind of a report right
1: yes so, so we so, get a report detailed huh. report and it goes to a doctor because we don't we want a doctor to review it as well just to make right. sure we are doing the right thing for you and the report will be emailed uh, or uh, you know sent on whatsapp to you within
0: yeah. a day so here my question is so this report from Niramai, if i take it yeah. to my doctor because yeah. this is a new kind of test so they would be able mm-hmm. to interpret and understand this report right Or is it that it has to be brought only to Niramai doctors or something like
1: that? No, no. It will be a signed report by a radiologist. The observations or impressions at the end will be understandable by any doctor. Having said that, as you also mentioned, it's a new test. And different doctors have different level of um, uh, understanding about new tests, right? Or comfort about new tests. So they may say, okay, I don't know that. And then you can feel free to connect us um, uh, with the doctor and we'll explain Having said that, there are many, many doctors, hundreds of doctors who have accepted this test. And, uh, you know, what we say is a follow-up, it says do a breast ultrasound. So -hmm. you could go there and then show this is what it says. Can you do a test like that? No, that is only if this test has a
0: follow-up recommendation.
1: Most like, you know, 100 people, maybe uh, less than 10 people will have such a thing, right? A follow-up requirement. But it's very important to be... Uh, to know whether uh, you are in that 10 or you are in
0: that 90. Absolutely. I think that's very, very important. Absolutely, true. Yeah. Maybe so the suggested mechanism, if I were to go through whatever we discussed until now, is on a monthly basis, it is very important for us to do the self-examination. right? And then it is best for us at least once a year to get this kind of a test done
1: yes exactly and you can watch your scores you, okay. whether uh, you have been advised to follow up or not you can look at the scores right true so we, we are better prepared yes that is the main thing right and yeah. it's a very simple procedure just spending your 15 minutes of your time on this can save 15 20 years of your life you know that Correct. that important it is basically yeah i
0: was reading up about maybe you know, in preparation for this uh, recording and i hmm. came up some mention about the fact that one is each one of us getting tested. The other is, which is also interesting because many of our women listeners, maybe entrepreneurs, they may be running small businesses themselves. So maybe okay. there is a possibility of setting it up in their premise and conducting it as a test, which is normally so. always tests are something we associate with clinics and hospitals. So yeah. let's assume one of the listeners is a beautician. So, are you saying they can set it up for testing in the beauty parlor
1: itself? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for bringing this point, Krishna. Because, yes, because we support home screening, what we call as nano entrepreneurs. You know, these are small, small entrepreneurs who are everywhere, like a beautician, as you said, or just as a housewife. She has some extra time in the afternoon, maybe a weekend, you know what we tell them is like if you are especially in a town tier two tier three town you can just say i will provide you know my test in my town for this particular geography and any home screening request that comes in that geography we will actually direct it to you and you can go you can have a technician with you or you yourself can do it which means you will be trained to do it we will be training. Huh? We have web-based training. It just
0: takes about two days to get trained on this. And you do not need any separate qualification for that.
1: They, you, all you need to know is a little bit of computers. Let's say if you can do Facebook, that's it. And we have a certification course. You get a certification for level 1 certification, level 2 or level 3 certification. So these three certifications, okay. even with level 1 certification, you can start providing the service because then we will have level 2, level 3 support. From our Nirabai site, from uh, remotely, we will provide the level 2, level 3 support for the screening. Once you become certified level 1, you can provide home screening. And as you said, you can also provide um, a Nirabai test in your own clinic or, uh, you know, setup that you would have. All you need is uh, maybe a small space, 4 by 4 kind of a small space where you can actually close the door or put a curtain or something. So there is some kind of a privacy coming in. And you don't have to provide this every day also. You can say, I will provide only Mondays. You know, Mondays in my beauty partner, I will have breast screening. So then your customers will know when to come to you for this or take an appointment. Because this is not an emergency as in like, you know, uh, of course, if there is a lump or discharge, you have to go. Still, it's not an emergency that it has to be in a number of hours. You can take a couple of days also, right? Main thing is to reach out to women around you be it family, friends or uh, just neighbors and then tell them about two things. One is selfless examination. Two, you know, breast health test every year. The last part we
0: discussed, I want to reiterate for the benefit of listeners who may have got little confused about the level one, level two, level three, etc. that she explained. If you are someone who has some amount of spare time, you want to do something, this is an opportunity for you wherein you can earn a bit by getting certified in this Niramai method of screening. And you can conduct it if you have a boutique or if you have a beauty parlor, Don't you don't already have a business, but you can get in touch with Niramai and look at how you can conduct screenings in your area. And what she's saying is, if someone reaches out to them saying, where do I get the screening done? They can refer you. Right. My team will train you. So you don't need to have a qualification already. You need not think I do not know medicine. I do not know this, that, nothing. You, you, if you are interested, please get in touch with this. And there is team. no,
1: uh, you know, upfront payment or anything that you need to do. Also, you're just serving people. Think about the opportunity that you will get to actually save many lives. Yes, wonderful.
0: Thank you for helping to increase awareness about this very important topic. I hope many of our listeners, definitely I'm interested in doing this test myself. I hope many of uh, our listeners are interested in doing this test as well as I hope this awareness bit helps in terms of how they want to care about their breasts on an ongoing basis. Thank you very much. Is there some other uh, message also that you would like to share with our listeners, Geeta? I would like to
1: say that all ladies who are listening, please take care of your health. Do at least some kind of an exercise, physical exercise, could be yoga, could be walking for 20 minutes every day. Spend the 20 minutes every day so that you can be healthy and your family will be happy and healthy as well. With that message, we wind up this episode. Thank you so much. Do
0: visit my website thenewindianwoman.com for related blogs on this topic. Of course, I would love to hear from you. You could rate or leave a comment in your podcast app or write to me at krishna at thenewindianwoman.com. Remember, you are what you want to be and the time starts now.